0: Killing all these suckers where they at, man. Seeing through your cat, come my vision is a cat scan. Trying to eat up in the game like I'm Pac-Man. Uh, so I'm blacking out on the track like I'm Batman. Uh, Call me Captain. Hey, what's score. up, y'all? Welcome to Case Core Podcast. It's your boy Case, the realest basketball fan alive. And I'm live from Las Vegas, Nevada, West Side. Thank you for tuning in. This is season three, episode four. And I'm here with your boy
1: JB in Indiana. What's going on? How's the weather out there, man?
2: Dude, it is cold as hell. It is cold as hell. It's literally, I think, four degrees outside right now. It's nuts. Uh, but oh, I appreciate being on here. This is fun, man, getting to talk basketball and fantasy
1: basketball. That's what's up. For sure, for sure. Thank God we on the West Coast. And we also got <laughs> your boy Mitch out in California. What's good, man? What's
3: up? Proud to be here. Uh, proud to be a part of the association. Uh, and it's pretty cool to hang out with you guys and finally talk to you.
1: Right, for sure, for sure. Appreciate that. So, um, just a quick background. We give detailed analysis of NBA rosters as we cover our fantasy basketball network called the Association. We got members from all parts of the world, all using real-life salaries outside of the first one because, you know, once you go cap, you don't go back. You feel me? Alright, so to- today's topics, we got the FBI World Cup playoffs championship round starting. We're we going to talk about Updates on the court. We're gonna talk about updates on Mbubble A. And then um we're gonna introduce something new to this episode because Mitch has been bugging me about Kaminga. So we're <laughs> gonna negotiate live a trade for Jonathan Kaminga in the court. So um you guys ready to get in all this? Yeah, let's do it. All right, bet, bet, bet. So starting off with the FBI World Cup. So um currently we we just wrapped up the, what is it? The division, the division round. So we have our division champions. So um, fortunately we got Mitch, who's one of the division champions. Um, he's here with us right now. So uh, uh, can you talk to us about, um, real briefly about, I guess, your playoff run in your division and um, just what, what transpired in your last matchup?
3: Yeah, of course. So uh, I just want to start off. With uh, I was was the fifth seed in the Atlanta division, and at first, you know, I didn't really like my placement. I was playing a guy who was really hot, he had Luca, uh, LaMelo, and Cade pretty nasty trio. Uh, And I lost to him previously in the first uh, in the regular season. Um, So, with that being said, it was a tough battle, you know. Um, I had KD, I had Trey. Really, really love my team. Uh, a lot of efficient free throw shooters, uh, three point shooters. Um, and that's something that I like to build around. You know, uh, it's a lot easier for waiver pickups versus. You know, I know you built your team around Giannis, so you had to look for specific punt builds, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to talk about my team right now. Let's focus on the winners.
3: Okay. Okay. For sure. <laughs> um, so yeah. And second round I faced the the number one seed. Uh, I beat him previously before. Um, it wasn't too much, uh, of a stress, you know, um, I think, you know, ideally I had a very great matchup against him. He had more of a volume type of build. Um, so I beat him with efficiency. Uh, so, you know, those contrasting, uh, teams that you you match up with sometimes it really benefits you uh, in a certain way so i think if he faced anyone else he probably would have won um so going into the next round my opponent um he was pretty injured he had a lot of guys who only had two games uh so like think Rashawn holmes uh he had like a rockets player i think it was christian wood or something uh and i pretty much uh, went. Pretty smooth, uh, probably better than my first two matchups. So here I am now, but, you know, it came at a cost. I wasn't able to have Seth Curry yet. I don't have Brandon Ingram yet. I lost KD in the second round. Um,
1: yeah, crucial.
3: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm struggling right now, man. Um, so at the end of the day, uh, I'm the 13th seed in the championship rounds, um, you know, I don't
1: that, know. That's out of 16, right? 13 out of 16.
3: Yeah. 13 out of 16. Um, right now I'm getting my ass kicked. I don't expect to go far. I'm going to leave that to Rish. Um, I think he's going to go pretty far. I like his matchup right now. Um, I'm going to talk about a little bit about the seedings too, uh, from either me and Rish's side. So right now, um, I'm the 13th seed in the championship rounds and he had the regular or I have the regular season rank of 86 and Rish is right next to me. 14th seed and regular season rank of 88. So pretty identical. Um, Going forward, I definitely think he has the shot. Like I like his matchup. Um, other than that, uh, that's all I have to say. But I do want to give a shout out to Blazers. You know, he he pretty much helped me build my team throughout. We were in constant messages. Um, I know he has that Basketball Monster subscription or something. And he was giving me all these shout outs and like who to draft in the later rounds. It's so like, I think Tyrese Maxey, um, Miles Bridges, um, Seth Curry, Monty Morris, all those all those guys. Yeah.
1: Shout out, shout out to Blazers. He um he be holding it down. Um, but yeah, this is um I, I guess it's just interesting to hear about um you know you you see, this is the first round of that championship I guess playoff bracket. So it's it's cool to hear that you know the the reseeding. Of all the teams. I mean, did you have an idea of how they did the reseeding? Is it based on the original seeding or did they do any kind of, um, I guess, analysis on any other outcome?
3: So they did reseeding based off regular season rankings. Um, There there are a lot of upsets. Yeah. Um, So the, actually the highest regular season rank was 14. So. Mm
1: -hmm. I, I remember that, that the top, none of the top 13 teams made it into the, Final round, which shows you, man. I mean, I mean, um, that 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 seating, um, could be overrated. You know what I'm saying? Because when it comes to fancy basketball, all it matters is get your team into the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we all deal with these injuries and stuff like that. And you never know, there could be a team that slides to like ninth or eighth that should belong as like probably the third seed, but they're just struggling with injury. So the key to fantasy basketball is just get into the playoffs. And like you were just saying in the first round, how um that team would have probably ob- obliterated any other team, but it was just a, uh, uh, you know, theme of, you know, matchups make the fight, right? So you ended up um, just getting lucky to get that matchup, right? So um, that, that's that's the key about fantasy. Like, keep, keep your eyes on what's important, you know, which is making the playoffs, and then you could deal with problems after that. So It's yeah. true. We'll get to it when
2: you get to the court, but, like, as long as you're in there, it, it, it turns into a game of, like, who's the healthiest and who's got four games in a week and all that sort of stuff. It doesn't really make it. It's not as big of a difference if you're at least close in talent
3: I want to piggyback on what jb's saying so there's actually uh specific rules for the championship round and a lot of it you know determines on the health of your players so case you're, I'm sure you're aware but in the championship rounds you're not allowed to have any weekly pickups anymore um, since I guess we share players uh, on fan tracks um, it kind of I don't know the system or, you know, the work around it, but the rosters stick throughout the whole four weeks or throughout the whole four matchups of the championship round. So a lot of your success pretty much is whoever is the healthiest.
1: Definitely. So, um, so pretty much what he's explaining is that in the setup, um, these sixteen divisions are pretty much twelve separate leagues. So at the end of the day, the champions who are going to share some players. So, um, we we there's no way to have a waiver wire or free agency of who to pick up on who to, who's available, you know. So, um, I, I did see someone say something interesting, and they asked. Are, are, are we allowed to pick up um, waiver players from our own league? Which kind of makes sense, but I, I don't know, man. Like, your, your division mates might drop some players to you on the low. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I mean, now that I think about it, I mean, if, if you know you're about to lose, that might be a little sneaky thing you could do for your league mate, just drop them on the low. But I don't know. I don't, I don't want to spread, in, you know, non-integrity, whatever whatever that word is, um, vibes um, yeah. out there. So. Even though my mind yeah, definitely open up to some collusion though for sure. You're not yeah, wrong. definitely, definitely, definitely. I mean, but but I, I think that that's why like um I, I usually make for like a good commissioner because like my mind really goes there to like all the tricks. So like when, when someone does something, I'm like, ah, ah, come on, I thought of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 you're trying
2: that? Is that why? Because you're trying it out.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know, but um <laughs> my, my whole thing is is that um it is, you know, these things are all controlled by algorithms. So there's all these small loopholes, you know, that you really have to hash out through the league to know what's going to be policed and what's not going to be policed. So that when somebody tries something, it's not like a a, a debate that's, that happens in that moment. You know, like we already know what to do, like what action to take and all that, like if there's any penalty or anything like that. So um, yeah, that's um. That's another topic. So, I mean, we, we, so yeah, like um, JB was saying, we'll, well, let's actually migrate into the bubble, right? So, um, when when we look at the bubble standings, uh, let, let me close. When we look at the standings right here, let me pull that up. Okay, so I mean, in my estimation, I, I think there's a clear top five maybe seven teams and the top 5 is um um Skyhawks, Red Claws, OKC Bull, I mean Blues, uh Motor City Cruise and Long Island Nets with but I say sevenish because I think it, you know Erie Bayhawks, Mexico Mexico City Capitans could also kind of jump into that tier if things go right for them but and then on um, the next year, I, I see a next tier of five teams that can make the playoffs interesting if their teams kind of get hot, which are, um, I mean, it's right there in the standings, you know, the Seattle Supersonics, Squadron, um, Blue Coats, or the Sky Force and um, the Stockton Kings, right? Uh, I mean, how, how do you see the top, I guess, playoff seating, JB, since you're in the thick of it?
2: Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some tiers here. I think there's like a top three and then there's like me and Braxton hanging out in the second tier. And then I would put Bayhawks is in there. And to be honest, they're my team that I'm like, that's fallen a little bit down, but I'm scared of, you know, like that could easily win this whole entire league. If the matchup worked out right and their team stayed healthy, because I think their builds really nice and it like selfishly, the build is exactly the same build as mine. <laughs> so it's just like, uh, if I would go against them, it's a showdown of whoever's players are better, uh, are playing better. Cause like Rosier, Trey Young, Chris Middleton, Demar, like Demar's I think going to go off without Lonzo later. You know, um, I think that's like a hell of a top four combo right there.
1: You know what I noticed when I played on OKC blue that, um, he said something that was, that was interesting. He said, "Cause cause I beat him five four, but he said, uh, nice. he, he said, said, 'Ah, uh, these punt field goals teams are my kryptonite.'" And I, I realized I'm like, "Yo, these are the hardest matchups." Because if you look at it, all the top teams, most of them are punt field goals. So that they that's are. like, a, <laughs> so that that's they like are. a that's like an interesting um um I, I I don't know scenario to see play out and to see yeah. who who could, who could possibly take advantage of that. You know, so um, I mean, like BayHawks,
2: OKC, and I are all like that. Man, like, man. even Adrian's team is kind of a punt field goal. Um, so it's definitely it's like down to health and whoever's players are playing better. Because if you can't at least like have your own categories and punt and line up right, then it's a coin flip a little bit.
1: Y'all gonna make me switch up my whole build next season?
2: And <laughs> 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 maybe. Oh, the other thing, though, uh, I know we were talking about this before we started, but I think the Skyhawks overrated, personally. I mean, I think he got – I think – Matumbo, my boy Matumbo, got lucky in the playoffs, which is what you need, right? But also, like, looking at his team, this team started off the year on fire. Like, every single player on fire. Cole Anthony, John Morant, Ubre, like, every single player. Even Kevin Love had his moment. Schroeder had his moment. Like, every single player was, like, firing to start the year. And and so, I'm just sitting there looking at it, I'm like – there's got to be a little bit of like regression to the mean. I think Morant could sustain it for sure. He's a star. Jokic, obviously he is who he is, but like Cole Anthony, you've already started to see it. This last like few weeks. Like he, I mean, he's good. And I think he's shown he is better than anybody thought he was, but I don't think he's as good as what his stats are showing so far. You know what I
1: mean? Like the only thing that the thing that could probably get in the way of Cole Anthony is like, um, Orlando drafting point guards on top of him or like Markel Fultz returning. Uh, otherwise, yeah. like if, if he keeps this role, I, I, I think, I mean, he even though it was on fire, I think that's a flash of like what the peak of his career could be, at least, you know, so. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, fair. That, that, but that's yeah, fair. You, you you do make an interesting point about how, yeah, Kelly Oubre was on
2: fire. <laughs> he was on fire for a minute, right? And even K-Love had like a couple few weeks where he
1: was just like putting up 20 and 7, I feel like, every single night. I mean, but, but 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 Kevin Love is actually um a, a bounce back player. So I, I don't know if that's just on fire or he's, he's just a, a valued guy right now. Like he's... Yeah, it's true. from the dust. And then I, I, I guess... Like, He's
2: lucky that Cleveland is, like, in the playoff mix. That's what he is. Because yeah, if he, and, they weren't, his ass would be
1: on the bench. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, like okay, okay, in fantasy, whenever you have Jokish, that's just a crazy advantage. That's, like, sure. when, Har- when Harden was in in his prime, like, the Rocket Harden, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was just yeah, too yeah. hard to to beat those teams if they were built well, right? So... I mean that that that's one hill you got to climb when you face this team. And then when you look at John Morant like I, I think the fire that he's on is also like potential of what he could be. But 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 I yeah. I feel you with like Kelly Oubre like he was on fire but like I mean I think a a big thing with that was is his role. So based on his role, he shouldn't be giving you that production. And, and same thing with but 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 I see your point though. Like all these guys did start hot.
2: You know. Yeah, and I- when I'm looking at like playoff matchups, I'm looking for like how the the teams that scare me the most are the ones that are kind of like the most consistent, right? The ones that have like streaky players. I'm like, Hey, I can, I can take advantage of that. I can, they can have a down week. Someone can upset them at the right time. If they're playing at the right time, right. The teams that scare me the most are the ones that kind of have like a top four five or six that are all pretty consistent and are always there every single week. Cause those are the guys that, you know, you're not gonna, you can't take a week off, but like, Oubre can definitely put up a bad week. And Cole Anthony, you know if he's, he's like cold and put up a bad week. And P.J. Washington, his role is a little less. So like if all that shit starts to line up the same week, you can, you can definitely get it. But I'm also like, let's be real, I'm nitpicking the number one team in the league that just won the yeah. championship that's exactly. already the top exactly. of standings, right? No, like-
1: no, 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 no. He, he's doing, he's doing yeah. what, what you expect Adrian's team to do right yeah yeah true, so, true, true. so so so, so i I get your point nitpicking but, uh, here, you know what I mean, but yeah, no, no, no I, I feel you just based on his performance you you're you yeah, just yeah, looking yeah. at his team like, woo like like i i i I guess it's it's one of it's it's probably a shout out of like this is impressive, like what his team is doing, mm, but that's true like um, I guess on the flip side, if it's negative, if you say you think it's un- overrated, okay I, 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 I could see that.
2: I think the other team in the mix, I think your team, to be honest, Case, is one of those I look at and I'm just like, how is it that good? Like, how is it in eighth place? I, <laughs> and I, I love it. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, I know. I'm like, i like, I just don't – it doesn't add up in my brain. But it, it, it just, like, consistently is there. And it's consistently like in a competitive matchup with somebody. I'm just like, all right, that's, like, that's a team I, I'm not registering, but it's, it's always in it.
1: Well, do, do, do you know why? Like, I, I have a lot of guys that perform that people don't like, right? <laughs> so, so like Barton, would be filling the stat sheet. <laughs> he be filling the true. stat sheet, you know. And they're like, and they're like, yeah, true. I mean, but but the thing that's leading it all is like Porzingis. Like, if he's healthy, that's what mm. keeps me competitive with like almost anybody because I I, I could kind of just look at any matchup and see what stats. Um, which which way the stats are going, and that, and that's the thing is like I don't have like my, my my value isn't concentrated on on like a few guys; it's all spread out, you know. And they all do all these different things. So like on like a Wednesday when all these guys play, I can kind of pick and pick what stats I want to attack on the stat sheet, you know. So that that that's what this squad kind of gives me. But but I feel you. I mean, that do I, I don't know. This is something we we're talking about in the. In the mod chat, chat about the the minor positions, and and how how um how Mutombo was making the point that we should make them, um just make them roster spots instead of minor spots, right? (laughs) But but that that's something I've been taking advantage of though. Is that I, I have a lot of minor players, so it's almost like I have extra players going along. So.
2: Yeah, and you can get, like, some extra games in a week if you start cycling yeah. through them. Yeah, I get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah,
1: so, so that, that's, um, that, that's just managing your salary and just making draft picks where it's like these guys just aren't sitting. You know, they're actually yeah. playing.
2: So. Yeah, that's true. And the other team I think that's, like, sitting there, too, is that I don't know how to judge, really, is uh, Elton's team. And it like, pains me to give Elton some credit, but, uh, like, his squad with – Joe Harris and T.J. Warren on the bench. I'm just thinking, like, uh, what could they do? You know, what could they add to his team? That like, are they going to be good? Are they going to be rusty? Like what they're just like big wild cards. I think coming back from injury. Um, I,
1: mean, I mean, in in thirty team leagues, like T.J. Warren and Joe Harris are quite value.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so um, I, I want to sleep on that. I, I, I think scores that of, don't
2: kill your field goal percentage. You know, I, I, those are really big. I think a
1: big part of um his success did uh, did play um did kind of lead on Daniel Gafford and the kind of season he started with too and just how well his game fits in with Embiid. You know, so like him and Embiid he probably won blocks every every single week especially with Tyball too. So like he was probably good in like, you know, um field goal percentage, rebound, blocks, you know, so he, he low key has like a build that kinda goes against the grain which is what I'm talking about. It's like, Hey, maybe I might want to flip into something like that. You know, since all y'all want to punt field goals.
2: (laughs) I have to in a way, I guess.
1: Yeah. And and to me, like, I guess the team that I wanted to shout out was the Iowa wolves. I mean, I I, I remember, um, you know, the past week I've just been going up and down the standings, just looking for trades and whatnot. And I was just shocked to see where Iowa wolves was sitting. I was like, Oh, he's at 13th. Like, I remember a, a couple of weeks ago when I was looking for trades, he was sitting around 17th, 18th, and I was wondering, oh, he he probably won't make the playoffs. But I mean, to see him climb into the playoff spot like that, um, and to see him keep on hanging like that—that's that's impressive. I mean, even though you got Giannis, when you got Giannis in a 30 team league, it's like overkill. And he still has Dame out too. Yeah, yeah, Dame is hurt. You know, but um, yeah, I mean, now looking at his team, it's, it's not that bad, I guess. With Christian Wood,
2: KPJ, yeah. I mean, if we're talking about Iowa Wolves, the only thing that confused me a little bit is why would you pair up Giannis with Dame, you know, like, <laughs> like they're kind of like <laughs> two players that go against each other in terms of, like, builds if you're just trying to punt something. Um, but, hey, like, more power to him. Like, he's probably going to beat me because Dame's going to come back or something and get hot. But, you know,
1: I don't know, man. Maybe that, that might be a strategy to explore in 30-team leagues just because, like, there's something I just noticed in 30-team leagues where it's like um, punting is important still, but it's not as important to punt as hard. Like, like in fact, like, I think in 30 leagues, when you over-punt, you can end up just hurting yourself in the long run. You, you really, because um, there, there's, a, there's a lot of matchups where it's like, yo, like I'm punting this, but like so many teams are weak in this, you know? So like that, that's kind of, I guess, my strategy that I'm using with my supersonics, where it's like I have just these guys that, I mean, they're all relatively punt field goals, but they all do all these different things. Because at, at first my team was a punt assist, but I have all these guys that can give assists. So it's like, I mean, if you're a, a team that's weak in assists, all right, bam, I'm throwing in. Eric Bledsoe, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm throwing in, like, Eric Bledsoe, Joe Ingles, Will Barton. Like, these guys that just give, like, three, four assists, you know what I'm saying? And like, Or, like, Lonnie Walker. Like, I got Patrick Beverly, too. So, it's like um, those teams that are weak in assists, I could take advantage. So, I think that's um, something that I've noticed in 30-team leagues. But I guess moving along to... I guess the Tigers, I mean.
2: Another, one other team, real quick, is like I think Lakeland Magic is sitting there right at 17 mm-hmm. with KD potentially coming back. That could do something like if he comes back with Luca, Jalen Suggs, because Jalen you know, Suggs is kind of like getting his groove gone, right? And um, I think that team could definitely make some noise. Um, uh, but if they make the playoffs, they're on the border right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, and and that's the thing. I don't know whether he was expecting to at a certain point, but I mean, yeah, he's right there. He's literally right there, and like he also got like Shang-Goon, who's like yep. those prime like second half breakout players. So yeah, exactly. See how that so and then I, I guess we could we could talk about the tankers real quick. Teams. Thunderbirds, Windy City Bulls, Warriors. I don't know. I haven't paid too much attention to the tanking in here.
2: Like, did you? The only time I ever pay attention to it is when t Choi hits me up for a trade. <laughs> 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 that's
1: it. That's it. I guess the one thing is um, – I don't know. I thought the – I thought when I looked at this earlier in the season, I thought Memphis Hustle was lower than this. So that that's probably – one thing I might be noticing is that Memphis Hustle may have lost a prime position in this tanking, but I mean, you still got a couple weeks to go, so sure. But yeah, let, let's move on to the court, right? The court. So, um, I guess, I guess we're still here with JB. I mean, so sit there, sit warm, Mitch. We're gonna get back to you, all right?
3: Yeah, I'm waiting, <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> for
1: sure, for sure. All right, but but you're, you're involved in this because you're in the court, so. You, know, you so, can chime in on this one for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, uh, so JV, I guess we, we're gonna um do a recap of la- of last year since you're finally on this show. So, um, I guess sure. last year since you because you lost in the finals by about like five yeah, field goal percentage or something like that. So I'm gonna give a rundown. Like Easy. you start you started as a low seed of 14. You beat, which is surprising based on what the team that you had. Like I'd even realize that you were the 14 seed. Um, but you beat two juggernauts in the Kings who everyone was been scared of since the beginning of time. <laughs> and uh, okay. That, yeah. that was Russell Westbrook, man. I, Russ,
2: Russ got hot at the Russ- right time, right? That was that Wizards playoff run. <laughs> Russell oh, Westbrook Russ. right there, man. Let's go. Like, he carried me through that Chuck. That Chuck uh, matchup. Like, no joke. He had like two triple doubles. Like, one was like a 2017 17 sort of thing or something Ooh. like that. Like, oh, I
1: remember those. I he remember was going those. was crazy. I remember those. Yeah. And, then, um, and, and then you, you beat. And, and that's going to be OKC, huh? That's how you beat yeah, OKC. Exactly. Huh?
2: Wow. And, mm-hmm. and for real, OKC was hurt, though. But that's kind of what you get when you go Kyrie and Porzingis, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, you take
1: that risk. I, I mean, I, I play like that is. too. So
2: You do? Yeah, yeah. You had them both or something like that.
3: We're at that point where we have we have to kind of question Justin's build. Like he has great talent, but are they ever going to be all healthy at once?
2: That's fair. I mean, legit fair.
1: Yeah, yeah, but but and that's something I learned last year too. Because last year I started the bubble with Porzingis, KD, and marketing. So that was like a. Injury prone trio where it's like, like when they were all healthy, I I was able to like even beat like the best teams, but they weren't healthy long enough for me to even make the playoffs. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, so, so so that's what's unfolding with Justin right now. (laughs) That's
2: what happens, man.
1: Those are,
2: those are kind of the dudes that are on my, like, uh, do not trade for, do not have on my team list. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't. I can't do the injured players. I just seen it yeah. by too many people.
1: To me, like, like, I, I mean, cause me, I, 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 I'm still a big fan of buying low on guys. So, like, those injured players are like one of the, 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 the what is the secret codes to buying low on somebody, right? So, True. so, so, I, I like getting those injured players, but the key is not to have too many of them. Just like. Yeah. Yeah, grab your nice, strong, healthy team, especially early, and then just take a, one or two gambles on injured guys, you know, and see how that plays out.
2: One, one shout out, the, the toughest matchup, I was looking back at it, was actually Keaton in the second round. Mm-hmm. I won it by three percentages, uh, three field goal percents. Ooh. percentages. Yeah, I missed three. that one. I missed and, that. I, I'm, and looking back at it, I remember I was watching, it was when Steph was going crazy last year, too. And mm. it was a Sunday night game. Steph had, was playing on Sunday night, and I was watching. And it was like shot for shot. If he made it, he was up a category. If he missed, it was down, and I was winning. It was like back yes. and forth. <laughs> I, um, love I love. Yeah, games. yeah. So like he was, he was like inches, you know, from from beating me and then moving on. So it's I felt lucky as hell for my run, to be honest. Like,
1: oh, that that, that that's the playoffs, though. We talking true. playoffs?
0: Playoffs.
1: <laughs> I got beat
2: by fucking excuse my language. I got beat by Kyrie Thomas, man. Z even Kyrie Thomas that. go I remember on that. Me. <laughs> Kyrie Thomas, man. What is it? Like, as soon as I saw that he was like dropping 30 points and like double digit assists, like
1: that's how I'm gonna lose the in the championship is, <laughs> that, is this that, dude that's that's not even
2: in the NBA anymore.
1: Like But but those are lessons you learn in mm. fantasy, man. Like keep your eyes on the tankers. Keep your eyes true. on them tankers because you know how this COVID season just hit and guys were like um waiver wire like guys from the waiver wires were winning weeks like if you, used, if you yeah use, yeah if, if you had so the room true. to pick up guys off the waiver they're winning you weeks throughout this COVID stuff yeah, yeah. so um that that's just a a similar thing with, with the Kyrie Thomas he was just woke you were <laughs> you were asleep one night. And, and he was in the Philippines, you know, probably <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably in the office oh, with the game right. on, and then he saw Kyrie yeah, Thomas. Yeah. Oh, oh, the waiver's about to about to process. He probably picked him up, you know. So I don't know. Um, For sure. <laughs> that, that's uh, that, that's the interesting thing about the global aspect too is to think about something like that too. It's like when you were sleeping, he was awake. Probably adding Kyrie Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it
2: was. That's what it was. But, but, um, but no, it was good. I, I felt lucky. And it was cool to be in a championship of the 13th League, like, to be real. Especially, I was super salty the year before, like the bubble year, because <laughs> I made that huge trade. I cashed in Siakam <laughs> and Holmes, That's how I'm and Russ and Damar and Bledsoe, <laughs> like all these win now old is as fuck. That was old my as hell trade. guys. I, I that was, was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was with you. That's right. That's right. God. And then they shut down the league. I'm like, oh, no, no way. It was like two weeks later, three weeks later, they shut down the league.
1: I was like, oh, my God. Yo, uh, that, that, that was funny. Because you were like second seed, right? You, yeah, you were I was like, second. I was second <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> yeah, you, you were like the second seed and I think I was like seventh or eighth or somewhere in the middle or something yeah. like that. So we did this huge trade where you went all the way when now, I gave you all these yeah. old guys at Westbrook, DeRozan, um, Whatever, Russ whatever, I, was in there yeah. yeah, yeah, all that. But Stephen Adams yeah. or something, yeah, Stephen Adams, and then and you and then you gave me back uh like Siakam, Kemba, and all that. Almost. But but that's the thing, though, yeah. you, you got away from Kemba, you got away from Kemba pretty um like right on time, you know, and um you you got to use Siakam through that what is it that first or second NBA season. So um, I mean, sure. that, at, at, and then. And that even though you have the old guys when the season shut down, I know that hurt to have the old <laughs> guys. Right? But they won the champion. I mean, they didn't, but they almost won you the championship the following True. season. So that, that, that trade definitely paid off for you because, um. You know,
2: and that's the only reason at why I still have Russ right now. Is Cause 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 I'm just like, cause like dude, look at me. dude could go off. Dude could go
1: off. Because look at me now. I'm rebuilding. I'm the 30th seed because of that trade. If I didn't make that trade, I'll probably be in the playoff contention, trying to fight. So, um, that that's a. <laughs> so yeah, you you your, definitely that that your trade tank paid is off. Phenomenal! For you. Your tank is oh, phenomenal, yeah. by the way. Oh, yeah, thanks, man. For sure, appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let's. So yeah, oh yeah. So, speaking of, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I guess um, speaking of tank, um, I guess we can migrate to this season, and uh. I guess before we talk about the tank, JB, I know you're currently eighth. Um, quickly, any teams that you're worried about um, in the top?
2: Yeah, I mean Chuck's team's still insane, right? Um, I think Jenner's team, the Pacers, are low key the one that I'm like. in is something to worry about. Um, I think like, after that, I think it's Mavs and Timberwolves, Suns, and Hawks, all right there. So I, it's all pretty close. I think the court is deeper than the the bubble, to be honest. I think there's like more teams that have legit shots at the championship in the court.
1: Are the the Hawks overrated here?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say yes. Absolutely. (laughs) Survey says absolutely. (laughs) You got Cole Anthony again in this league. No, that's funny. I like his team actually. Uh, uh, his team's nice in both leagues. Got, I, I, I think this team is going to be better set up for next year. His Hawks team with
1: Isaac coming back and stuff. So. Oh no! I, I mean, honestly, I've just been impressed with what he's been able to do. Like, um, just based off of where he started, like last season with the tanking. Mm-hmm. What, what he, did he mm-hmm. tank? I don't no, think he did. He tank the first season. I can't. No, he didn't tank the first season. He was injured, no. and I think he barely missed the playoffs or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, But but overall, like, he's he's been chilling at, like, that 16th, seventeen spot um, most of the time. And then for him to, like, pop up and be, like, first for, like, the first half of the season. And I know he's sliding down to, like, fourth, but... That's been impressive for that output, but it's funny for you to. Yeah, it's funny to sure. hear your perspective and to shit on it and say. He's overrated. <laughs> He's my boy. I'll talk shit all day. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I know. Sure. I feel it. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I do I, I, give him I'll props though, because it. it's a different
2: perspective than like a lot of like uh, tr- people who trade constantly to get value like Matumbo uh, just he has chilling. his dudes he He's believes chilling. in his dudes and they fucking
1: performed you know and, and he'd be right it's crazy it how right he because yeah, I remember yeah. the first episode of this podcast right he was naming like these sleepers or like these most improved and, like me and Brax were like come on no way like <laughs> are you serious yeah. like like you're just naming your guys and Frank Jackson. <laughs> and they, they all take off. Like, like, I remember when he said, um, like he said, John Morant was going to win most improved. And we're like, come on. He has to be like a top five player to win most. And then, like, if you look at the, he's like third, second. Like, are you oh, kidding man. me? Yeah. And then um, another, one, um, he, another one, another that, one that was crazy was like Nas <laughs> Little. Yeah, uh, uh, no, I, I guess Gary Trent is, um, uh, there's, uh, there's like Gary Trent lovers, but Nas Little surprised me. <laughs> when when he mentioned um Nas Little this season, and then I'm, I'm just watching Nas like like because I'm I'm in a, a few twelve team leagues and I'm streaming him like all the time. Every time I'm, I'm adding Nas Little like fucking Matumbo, <laughs> 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 so so like um yeah that, that that's interesting how like you, you say like he he just has his guys and then he just sticks with them, but um that's that's um interesting to see so. Oh, yeah, so let's migrate to, I guess, the tankers. Um, This is where Mitch, me and Mitch up in here, right? So,
3: Well, I just want to say one thing. I actually am not trying to tank. I traded my pick uh, earlier, very early in the season uh, to Blazers. True. But, you know, I, I learned my lesson, and I'm probably never going to do that again because I really thought Wizen was going to be back in, like, December, and I could make a, you know – as as silly as it sounds, like if you look at me in the rankings right now, I'm like 24th. I thought I had a chance to make the playoffs.
2: I mean, it's not crazy, but I definitely hear you with like the learning curve part. But it's not crazy if you had Wiseman, a- 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 Tom Luca's involved, and like, Cade. You you got a solid like foundation right there for sure. to At least like squeak into the eight, the 16th spot or something.
3: Yeah, I I actually expected. Myself to be where the Lakers are right now, you know, a young team with like productive guys, because um, I, I also had like Denny Avdia before I traded him. Uh, I had like beef stew. Um, so I really thought I had a shot. Um, but then, yeah, everyone hates beef stew. I'm just going to put it out there. Beef uh, Stew. <laughs> You beef
1: Okay, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm not saying what to beef to. I'm saying what. To, okay, I just saw Shea. But I'm saying what to like. How is Lakers this high? Okay, okay. I, I, but, but I just saw Shea. But just imagine that team without Shea. And I was like, mm. <laughs> yeah. So um. <laughs> you know, you know
3: what it is, man. You know what it is. It's it's because he had Jordan pull when Clay was hurt. He also had yeah. Gabe Vincent when Jimmy Butler was, was nursing his knee every single game, nursing his ankle, general softness. You know, and Damian Gabe Lee was, was hot like,
1: for a minute. So, Damian Lee was hot for a second, too. I remember that.
3: Damian Lee definitely was, yeah. Uh, Franz, you know, he's, he's balling. Toppins
1: was pretty hot for a second, too. I remember that, too. So, okay, so, so it makes sense now. Now that I think about the history of this season. Um, it, uh, J, even Jaden McDaniel. I, I don't know when he got him because I originally had him, in trade. So I don't know when he got him. But um, okay, but but Franz Franz Wagner is definitely the the X factor for this team. That that's what's I would say.
3: Is. Yeah, I, I I think you know the narratives like pretty much switch between Franz and sangoon Sangoon was going to be the guy, you know, putting up numbers. Uh, but you know. It's your Rockets. I don't know what they're doing, playing Tice 30 minutes a game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the, the issue with that, the, the thing was going on with that is, I mean, j- just based on what they, they've realized when they play shang and Wood together, it just doesn't look right, doesn't work out right. So they, 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 they just, the thing that's in shang way is that our best player is playing his position, you know, but. And that that's something yeah, on, on the coast to sure. figure. I, I I can see that leading to like um uh like them wanting to trade Wood, especially with what happened this season. So they they might have that in the back of their mind, like all right, yeah, let, let's get rid of him. But but I, I don't know. We'll see how that plays out. I mean, he's young enough to where they might just hold on to him and see if things work out. So that that, that that's why you know Shangun is getting in the way. I will say this though, if if they don't move. Christian Wood in the trade deadline then shang is probably going to be like this the rest of the season sorry
3: you know this whole draft class a lot of big men too you know how is that going to affect shang moving forward
1: yeah you mean as far as trade value right
3: trade value and you know fantasy dynasty value too
1: they draft another one yeah but all these big men they can't pass like Shangun. that's the difference <laughs> <laughs> aspect yeah, well but overall i I guess I guess since you're talking about that playoff range um I guess um when we're talking about where the Lakers is that, that's interesting in the notes here I do have that the playoff teams are potentially locked in that there is quite a gap between sixteen and seventeen but um, sure. we'll see how that how that one plays out, especially I think didn't Celtics just make a trade for Anthony Simons I think yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's about to go ham. Very,
3: so. very controversial topic. Uh, you know, before that trade, I've been, you know, that whole tear with Simons, like, the last two, three weeks. You know, I was hitting up Elton, uh, <laughs> like, pretty much every other day, uh, offering him beef stew. Um <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know mean, what's crazy? You know what's crazy like that? That's the trade you could probably easily do in the off season.
3: Like, right,
1: in the off season, but yeah, continue.
3: Possibly get more out of beef stew as well. Um, right,
1: exactly. You could probably get some rice. <laughs> <laughs> get a little
3: extra, you know? But, yeah, I, I was definitely a little bit salty. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Keldon Johnson. Um, you know, and the chances are, like, Elton's gonna either. bust that pick <laughs> bust press Pratt's pick, so you know I'd rather have kept Simons. um that's just my opinion. How about you guys
1: yeah i'll be mean, I, I I like Keldon in points league he's pretty solid at at points and salary leagues, so if you have both of those, I think it gives him value but um when you take them both away, which is the court i mean he turns into a like a Tim Hardaway without the three ish kind of player, you know. So,
3: it, yeah, that's okay. Pretty much like a worse version of TJ Warren, is how I see him.
1: Yeah, I'll, wow. I, 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 I'll probably go Rui. Rui. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you know, I
2: know Johnson hate no, is it's, strong it's, in this no,
1: podcast. <laughs> wow Man. Oh, It's, it's I mean, crazy how you say wow To his comparisons <laughs> The vibe was
2: I mean I, I, I like Hilton Johnson I'm one of those dudes That's like I get it I, I, he, The reason why I like him is Because Pops loves him Like Pops is in love with this dude He brought him to the to the Olympics You know what I mean Like he is His role is going nowhere No matter what the like, Spurs do In the offseason season. if it's going to work And like the kind of like half of a team you know like i feel like his role with that team is is solid and i mean simon's probably is too but
3: so i don't know how how i see i got burned by
2: simon's in the past because he got hot like a couple years ago and then i held on to him for too long so he has a bad i have a bad taste in my mouth from him
3: so yeah you you do have a point so like what i see simon's is like he's on the verge of a breakout kind of like i think fred van fleet you know, he was very, he was like kind of inconsistent before he went off. Uh, Simons yeah, yeah. learned from the tutelage of Damian Lillard, kind of how you see Fred Van Vliet use the same moves as Kyle Lowry. Um, I don't know if you guys have been like monitoring him lately, but I've been watching him very closely because I have him on, on my FBI. Simons or it's... Van Vliet? Yeah, uh, Simons, Simons.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. So Sim-
1: Simons is to Mitch what um, Jock Londell is to Brex. yeah i mean
3: uh ever since that trade happened you know i traded away beef stew uh elton hits me up he said dude you traded you traded away beef stew to to the biggest low baller in the league like nick (laughs) lovin he was sending me screenshots and everything of how nick lovin's a low baller um it was just kind of pretty hilarious you know but at the end of the day. I'm happy it's Nick Levin's problem. Um, Beef stew is is not mine anymore, and I'm on that train now. That uh, I'm supporting everyone's claims that Beef Stew is a future backup big.
1: Yeah, and and, and that and let, let's keep it there. Backup big, like let's not <laughs> let's, let's let's not act like he's out of the league in two three years. I, <laughs> <right>. I,
2: I, <laughs> Dude. But <laughs> the, 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 the crazy thing to me is how fast, how quickly, and how big people swing from one way or the other on players sometimes, man. Like, I mean, Simon's, I get it. The Drew's been crazy. I, I get to believe. And I definitely he's valued more than Kelton Johnson at this point. But like beef stew. And yes, I own him in March Madness. So I got, I, but in general, dude's 20 years old, right? He, in college, he played on a team that did not play him or played to his strengths at all. Now he's playing on a trash Detroit Pistons team that didn't have anybody to start the year. Like Cade wasn't even there. Like Killian Hayes was running the show. Get out of here. You know what I mean? Like, I, Maybe it's just me personally, but like, give the dude a little bit of time. You know, big men in the league, take a second. And he's a undersized big man. So the learning curve is even steeper for them to figure out how to play a little bit. Uh, I mean, I don't think he's ever going to be as – as as hyped and as high as like kind of what he was going into the year like top 60 70 conversation i think that's crazy but top top 90 top 100 dynasty asset in a, in a year or two i don't see that out of the realm at all like he's having a trash season putting up eight eight 1.2 blocks a game like that's not yeah. if he gets like five more minutes a game that's a double
1: double and one and a half blocks like you know? And and that's the thing, like like it's because of his, his player profile, that's what gives him that upside of uh what is it, potential ranking. You know, kinda like uh yeah. like kinda like like a Maxi Kleber. You know what I'm saying? Like like when Maxi Kleber gets a good shot, you know what I'm saying, he and, and his game is clean, he has like a, like he could give you a lot of sneaky value. And that's what Isaiah Stewart um was kind yeah. of profiling to be, but you know, um, I don't know, so sometimes like when, when it, the issue is that we hype up these young players when they do uh, just a little well, you know, and then That's true. and then, and then we put all this stock until them when, when we draft them, and then we're just kicking this ball like, "Hey, come on, do something. Yeah,
2: yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm saying not to show my hand too much, but I look for people that are like 22, 23 when they're in there doing the breakout, you know, and then that's an age to me where it's like, it is making more sense for them. If they're breaking out at that age to, this is what they are, you know, like, like Simons, like Darius Garland, like Desmond Bain. These dudes are still young, but they're not 20 years old. Like 20 year olds, you have, you still have no idea. Like they have so much to still learn, but 22, 23, if they're starting to break out, then I'm like, let me, Mo Bamba even is a 23 like let me let me attach on to
1: that yeah definitely I mean because I, I I was always out on I mean I, I'm I'm never like out pre-draft you know what I'm saying but I, I'm out based on how the crowd values people right so like I, I was out on Isaiah Stewart the minute you know he, he was starting and like people were like kind of touting it up like kind of Shaping him to be like, okay, he's this starter going forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I get yeah, it. Yeah. Like, like I get it. If you're trying to milk the value while he's in Detroit and they're they're bad and trying to figure it out, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, they're going to be in the lottery next year, probably top three potentially. And the top three um, guys are, you know, I know Mitch is so into the draft because he's asking me every day, like, who, who are you looking at today? <laughs> 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 but yeah, they're all they're all big men. You know, so the, yeah. the, yeah, the top three are, are, are big men, so um, Detroit could easily draft someone on top of him.
2: and um, Sure. From there. At least, like, the top three big men are all more, like, power forward, not centers. Exactly.
1: Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. They're more like wing get- – well, I, I guess Shed is, is an actual big – I mean, he's not an actual big,
2: big – He's like that KP style, though. You know, it's like big man on defense, wing on offense sort of deal going on
1: like a Jin Leon Yi. I'm just playing nice. <laughs> <laughs> Deep cut. <laughs> it's amazing. But um, I don't know is there anything else you guys wanted to go over in the court before we talk about our last topic or the bubble? I think the one thing that came to mind for
2: me is the team is still scary a little bit is uh, Brax's team, the Spurs just cause his build is like opposite of what a lot of the top teams are. And his team's exactly. kind of hurt. And,
1: and, and that's the thing, like that's something I always looked at the, the standings and was kind of baffled by like, why is Braxton at the, the 11th seed, you know?
2: but Yeah.
1: And, uh, I mean, the obvious answer for that is usually injuries, you know, but uh, yeah. I, guess, I mean, uh, Jim, Jimmy Butler has been dealing with injuries all season. And I, I think Rashawn Holmes missed some time. So,
2: that that might I be know, the almost Just forgot how to play basketball. Yeah, I'm. No, nah, it's Bagley.
1: Bagley Space Jam. That's oh,
2: true too. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. <laughs> you better suck the, the Superpowers out of him. That's uh, true. But yeah, it's, I think it's because Brax is like winning shit like weeks five four. You know, and that's not going to make a difference in the standings. You still get a W, but it doesn't show up like that big of a difference in the overall
1: standings but oh absolutely you're right because i mean based on his pump build it's not it's not built to be like oh first second seed like i'm getting all these seven two wins all my wins are like five four yeah exactly it's like i'm tapping you out (laughs) yeah exactly Um, yeah I, i guess i guess um if you guys didn't want to talk about anything else in the court uh it's tanking overall. I see Jerome is almost catching up to me. I mean, I, I think this week I, I'm losing. This week, well, I'm winning this week, but in tanking terms, I'm losing. <laughs> so I'm losing this week. I'm losing this week. and It looks like Jerome might might pass me. So I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm just big on keeping those bottom three odds. You know. So someone keeps calling Smart. me. Oh, you're good. You're good. Is is that Case calling you up for a trade? I think that's Case calling you up for a trade. we doing it right now? Yeah, yeah, what's up? All right, so let's transition into the live negotiation (laughs) of (laughs) of Jonathan Kaminga. So, um, I guess quick background is he's been bugging me about Kaminga. and We want to see if we can get a deal done here on live. Uh, And (laughs) So yeah, you, you said you had some ideas, so go ahead.
3: Definitely, the floor is yours. Man. Um so anyone out of my big three is on the block. So I know you expressed interest in in James Wiseman. Um, we can go the route of like Jalen Johnson or Isaiah Jackson, but I know you kinda like those more like one one to one type of deals, right?
1: Either one to one. Or, or I mean, because the thing about this is we're we're scarce in roster spots, right? So I'm put it, I'm put it all out there. The stuff that people be trying to hide in their back pocket and not say in like trades, like oh, I want a two for one. I know what you want to do. Like there's <laughs> scarcity in roster spots. I'm going through the same thing. All right. So so if you hit me with a two for one, it has to be something that's undeniable. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I'm, that's not towards Mitch, but that's just towards the history of all these two for one offers. <laughs> so, <laughs> especially so. this year, man, where there's like
2: so many people with COVID out and all this stuff, like every yeah. team is full and the free yeah. agent, the
1: waiver wire is like there. Yeah. Yeah. And, especially, and it's like me, I'm a tanking team. Like I need the roster space, you know, like, like hmm. I, I can't do a two for one really right now. Like I need a, I need to draft players. You know, so
3: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: but yeah, but overall, like, I mean, but I guess that's my whole thing as far as why I can't take a player lower than Kaminga because I know I have, it's like I feel like I'm splitting them up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and 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 also just the way I rank his upside. You know, like I wouldn't give someone like I guess even though Isaiah Jackson has reasonable upside, just. That's just because this draft is loaded. <laughs> Honestly, you know, so like, I mean, I mean, taking that into consideration where Kaminga could potentially be in this draft is also, it, it, it kind of almost, almost gives me potential all-star vibes, maybe, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying perennial, but he 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 might become that type of player where it's like, he, he has like a Siakam type of role where he's like, he has like three to four years of just dominating and having this high value. But um...
3: I mean, I completely understand. And, you know, the Warriors are my team. I, I see yeah. the potential on a, on a daily basis. Um, but looking at your, your current squad on the court, I notice you're kind of weak on the center spot anyways. Uh, besides Bagley, um, you might need another guy. Right. So
1: if you have Bagley in a 30 team rebuild, you're not weak at center. You're strong.
3: Right. 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 <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> <laughs> so
1: <We'll> continue. <laughs> so, I
3: mean, I guess my first offer is going to be linear. Like, do you see a trade one for one Kaminga for Wiseman?
2: All right. Here, here, here,
1: here's something I was seeing, right? Okay, I think I had something. I, I came up with something interesting. All right, so. oh No, you don't have. I, I didn't realize that. I, I I was gonna offer. What was it? Okay, well, my first because I, I'm the I'm the last seed, right? What what? I know you said your big three isn't on the table, right? But will my first. <laughs> bring any of those big three out like Cade Cade
3: <laughs> uh, is, is definitely not on the block I, I'd be more willing to move Luca than Cade if I'm being honest but what's interesting though Joy hit me up and he offered his first plus extra for Jalen Suggs
1: and Joy is which team? I don't well, know, you guys flip flop the, the Pistons. So I got, okay, Pistons. He's the Pistons. All right. This whole time, I do not even know. Of course he's the Pistons. He's got Giddy. I know Giddy. Yeah, just, 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 just search players Giddy. Basley, too. <laughs> Basley.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I, I couldn't accept it, you know, without really knowing where that lottery ball is going to land.
1: That's true. That's true. That's true. You
3: know, what if he gets screwed and he gets the sixth pick and I give him, you know, he gives me the the sixth pick and let's say Claxton, right, his second best player for Suggs, like I'm gonna regret that trade.
1: That's true. That's true. Uh, so 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 you're right. Like my my first has to has to, I guess, convey to. The top, what is it? Top pick or so, top two picks or something like that, to see um what value it is. <laughs> I guess, but yeah, um, that, that I I guess that that's something interesting that I that I thought of to see whether you valued that or not.
3: You know, I'd be willing to talk next year because I actually really like the twenty twenty three class. Then maybe we could talk like a slug deal. You know, like what if you get, uh, what's that one kid's name in the G League? It's killing it. Uh, Scoot Henderson, right? I'd be willing to move Suggs for that. Or if it's like Wemby, I'd be willing to give up Luca for, you know, the French guy plus, like, let's say you add, I don't know, someone else that you pick. But That's something more down the line. I was thinking more of something like, like a Kaminga deal right now.
1: But that, that's the thing, like, all right, so last season, right, before the season started, I had Siaka and Kemba, and I, I was going to see if if I could try to make the playoffs, but I was just, like, my team was just injured for the most part. So, like, I was just stuck at, like, 23rd, 20 22nd, 20 so I just started tanking, right? So, so mid season, last season was my first time trying to tank, right? <clears throat> and Kaminga is, like, my results of that. So... I don't know, especially especially me when I studied the draft and knowing where Kaminga was valued before the draft actually played out. Like he was looked at as one of those top five candidates that could be a superstar. The only issue is what he was raw and and it was kind of risky to take a big pick on him. Um, if you don't know how to develop him, right? So the minute I saw Warriors <laughs> draft him, I was like, okay, okay, buddy. <laughs> like, 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 if I don't get Shingun, I am so happy getting Kaminga. <laughs> you know, so, 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 Kaminga is like my, is like why I'm at peace with the draft for not getting Shingun. You know, so, so, let me tell you this: if you can get Shingun, right, then you could talk to me about Kaminga.
3: And I don't. I don't think I can. That I know Andrew personally. We went to college together. He, he he's sticking with him. So
1: uh, he, he's your boy. Then come on, help him get Kaminga. <laughs> nah,
3: he he, he won, man. <laughs> okay, let me let me pitch you this this idea. Go ahead. James Wiseman, and I'll add two seconds, and I know. You said from our, one of our first deals we made that you're from Vegas and you're a betting man. You don't have any other picks in 2022 besides your first. You struck pretty good on your late seconds with Duarte, um, Bones, Christopher. What's stopping you from getting Elton second, pick 35, and let's say another Lakers second, like? top 40 so Wiseman two good seconds for Kaminga. and Wiseman's on the Warriors too
1: I, I know I know I know but but he might not be next week <laughs> all right but but <laughs> I mean neither could Kaminga, to be honest no, you're right. I mean, but did you see that dunk last night? <laughs> did
2: you Ooh, see that dunk? Dude, <laughs> I don't Kaminga in another league. <laughs> and he passes the eye test times a hundred. You know, uh,
1: come on, uh, exactly, exact, uh, 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 And I guess Wiseman is just a bit more raw. I, I feel like Kaminga, is like, just like a, a, a part of him not, you know, learning how to play ball in America. You know, like it it had a, it gave him an awkwardness when you watched him play in the G League or whatever. So that's why people were kind of looking at him like, um, I mean, I saw comparisons all over the place. Like I saw um for <laughs> <laughs> So so like some people were throwing like some bus, some bus names out God. there. <laughs> I mean, and, um, I definitely see, like,
2: but, a, a Siakam in him, for sure. Because he's got the, like, herky-jerky way he moves, you know what I mean? Like, he's very, like, hitch-step, you know? It's not like a – he doesn't have that smooth
1: flow to him. Um, an interesting one that I saw um, kind of constantly was Jalen Brown. A lot of people were saying, hmm. oh, watch Jalen Brown's tape. It was very similar. He was raw. And, like, you know, I, I just like Kaminga's character and all that, so – that's that's another thing, you know, and that's another that's another thing, character. That's something we got to consider in these dynasty leagues, right? So, like, Comengas' character versus Wiseman's character. I mean, but that's it's the thing, like, a good that's good
3: character that's, too, though. Like, you know, I, I mean, that's fair. I,
1: I, okay, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was questioned.
3: Oh no, no, he he's a really good kid, really good
1: kid. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing, like, I haven't seen any thing in the news from him, anything negative about him? So, like, a lot of that might have just been hate that I saw in the draft process. So, uh, okay, but, yeah, that that is interesting. All right, l- l- let me sleep on that, right? And, and let me tell you, like, if you see an offer tomorrow morning, right, then, then you can accept it.
3: <laughs> All right, wait, I'm going to send you something to sleep over right now, though. All right, bet, bet, go I ahead. I added a third a third second.
2: If you guys want THT thrown in this deal, I'm going to throw him
1: in
2: (laughs) 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 there. For what? I don't know yet. (laughs) Tell me.
1: He's he's throwing bullets at me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm trying to hold on. (laughs) But Ben, all right. right, That's a fair deal. I'll look at that, right? And then you'll see by midnight. I promise you by midnight, oh, nice. I'll give you an answer.
3: Midnight. Yep. All right, let. All
2: right. I got an idea for a future podcast. I just, it's like Trade deadline live trade negotiations. Anybody who wants to be on can hop on, do it live, and see oh, what the
1: fuck happens. No, that's interesting. Like like um hours before the trade deadline, right? Just hop yeah, exactly. on this this um <laughs> feed. <laughs> That'll be wild. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that. that's a great <laughs> idea, JB. Great idea. Great idea. But yeah, I mean, other than that, is there anything else? Anybody else want to add? This we're closing it on an hour right here. I think I'm good. What about you, JB? Yeah, yeah I'm good too. Good. All right, for sure. Yeah. Then um to wrap this up, this is opinions, not facts. Anything you disagree with, leave us a comment, send a message. Always willing to debate and see other perspectives. Next episode will be closer to the trade deadline, like we just said, and we'll see if we can do that episode that JB proposed, as far as, you know, um everybody getting on here live trying to get some negotiations going. And then um <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll, and, then, and then we'll have another episode on analysis on all the trades that happen. So, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. And um, with that being said, um, thank you for listening to Case Corp Podcast. It's the realest
0: basketball fan of case. And I'm here with your boy Mitch and JB. And we out. Uh- I've been killing all these suckers where they at, man, seeing through your cat, cause my vision is a cat scan, trying to eat up in the game like I'm Pac-Man, uh, so I'm blacking out on the track like I'm Batman, uh, call me Captain, always gotta look for him, where? beat so tight, I almost put a hook on it, uh. verse so far, I almost put a cook on it, had of shit jumping, looking like I put a foot on it, got a hundred on a dash when I book Sonic, uh. only game that I play, got a rook on it, yeah. got a flow so hard that it looks solid, y'all be cynical, pitiful, read a book, college, running it, they were it like we see your baby's nothing to Satan, I'm paying nothing to sofa like David Ruffin, all these niggas gossip, I get why they hating them, I ain't singing to these bitches, I leave that shit to Drake and them pull up in the all black, but I never was saving them, I was probably just slaying them, nigga barely was dating them, I can do this till I'm 50 cause I rap with the cars, you gon' quit it when you're 30 cause you rap in the cars, I swear your shit a I been killing all these suckers where they gap man, seeing through your cap, cause my vision is a cat scan, trying to eat up in the game like I'm Pac-Man, so I'm blacking out on the track like I'm Batman, I have been killing all these suckers where they gap man, See through your cat, cause my vision is a cat scan to eat up in the game like I'm Pac-Man So I'm blacking out on the track like I'm back. I been rolling dolo on them, I don't need me no robbing So I will be running through paper that be thick but no robbing Man, I grew up in the city where them niggas be robbing I ain't stressing, I ain't messing with a bird like a Robin. Many man. niggas that can wreck us, I approach it with caution thats uh. how I move, but go harder than Robin. Uh. Even at the bottom, I reach up for the top, man This right. is how you elevate from worker to the boss, man Woo. I ain't Mike posing, I ain't posing too often But I'm trying to run the map from L Lay out to Boston Dog. Relationship goes What the hell is she talking? Shit. I'm just trying to bang Go Something like Andy Dalton <laughs> Niggas say they balling well how much did it cost? And I ain't talking L.A. But these niggas be dodging Dog. Looking for the competition Feeling like I done lost them Cause it's murder that I wrote Call the this chalk And uh. don't get lost them I've been uh. all these suckers Where they at, man? Seeing through your cat Cause my vision is what a what cat get? scan Trying to eat up in the game Like I'm Pac-Man So I'm blacking out On the track like I'm Batman black, black. I've been killing all these suckers Where they at, man? Seeing through your cat Cause my vision is a cat scan what trying to get up in the game like I'm Pac-Man, so I'm blacking out on the track like I'm Batman. Batman. Blacking out on the track like I'm 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 Batman.